just because you enjoy something doesn't mean you can't critique it or you have to just stop liking things that are bad. Sometimes it's necessary. <laughs> They just fly onto the boat. <laughs> the best part of the entire movie. I mean, yeah. there were so many shots of people getting run over by cars. Like for every John Wick, there should be like a Ruby Rose yeah. equivalent. Yeah. I'm Sarah Barson. And I'm Kelly Kaufman. And together with you, dear listener, we form the Bad Feminist Film Club. Okay, I'm recording too. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bad Feminist Film Club. Welcome, welcome. welcome. Hello. It's <laughs> us again. Doing spirit fingers. <laughs> it's us again. <laughs> um, we went to go see A Simple Favor yes. in theaters, um, which I know it's been out for like a week or two, but yeah. we both kind of, I don't know, we felt like it didn't get a lot of buzz and it, it looks like an interesting movie for us to tackle. So yeah. uh, we decided to go ahead and do that. Yeah. Well, this is directed by Paul Beach. Beach? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he did, uh, basically, well, Bridesmaids is probably what people most know him for. Mm -hmm. I didn't know he co-created Freaks and Geeks. Did you know that? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. All Um, those guys are, like, in the same, like, like, um, Adam McKay, like, all those guys are kind of in the same Judd Apatow. Yeah. It's, like, they're all kind of, like, semi-interchangeable, even though they're completely not, but they always, like, make similar (laughs) movies that I get kind of confused sometimes. Yes. Um. But yeah, this one's uh, a wild ride, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's... a little gone girl. It's a little big little lies mm-hmm. <laughs> with like a movie budget. But it's definitely a it's definitely a spoof, I would say. Like it, it just it's not a straight take on those genres at all. No. Yeah. No, no, like you can definitely <laughs> tell by the time um Blake Lively gets hit by that car. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it fully embraces the mystery element and you get very engrossed in it but then by having someone like Anna Kendrick be the center of it is like oh this is ridiculous like this yes yeah but it's it's I mean like we'll obviously we'll totally get into it but it's just such an in like I have so many thoughts that I feel like I need I don't know about I need to talk through it because there's a lot of parts of this where it's like it's hard because, like, I don't know, if I, like, didn't know who directed it, I would still say that a guy directed this. Even a guy like Paul Feige, who does yeah. make, you know, ostensibly makes female-led movies. Yeah. Um, like, a lot, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Well, it's, like, interesting one how men think female friendships are. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And it's, it's again, it's, like, it's not bad like i wouldn't say it was wrong entirely but it's missing a certain amount of nuance or a certain amount of like currency i would say because it's gotten to a point where like there's that part at the end where they're like oh like you know what i i I love that you're a single mom and like right before she's gonna shoot her and i was like i see that like that is a more modern take on female friendship but it also is like slightly behind like now i don't feel like a woman would have put that in there maybe yeah i don't know but then there'd be like lines like oh my god I'm like I'm your best friend like I'm just so happy because yes. I can like never know and that, I was like that's definitely like <laughs> definitely yeah high, like, like that's the thing is. yeah, yeah like, well that one makes it sense. is it is a female screenwriter um mm, it's Jessica Scharzer and I think there's one more uh Darcy Bell oh, oh that's, that's the cool. one who wrote the novel so it's based on a novel which I had no idea no idea um I'm, so I'm curious to see what the novel is if the novel's yeah. also kind of like spoofy 
my friend said it's very different and that this is a spoof on the novel. Oh. Maybe. But I don't know because I haven't read it. Yeah. So I don't want to. Allegedly. <laughs> I think it's just like, well, part of this movie is like, you know, Anna Kendrick meets Blake Lively, an impossibly attractive woman who just happens to live in Connecticut, which you're like, yeah, that's like, but I like that every time she's like, she's just so beautiful. What does she do? Like, they fully embrace it. Beautiful, but like. Just her wardrobe is so bonkers. Like, it's great. Like, I'm all about it. But it's just like, what the fuck are you wearing? Like, she's wearing, like, the part, the first part when she comes home and she's wearing, like, that beautiful, like, blazer suit ensemble. And then you realize that she's just wearing, like, tearaway, like, um, (laughs) Like suit thing and cuffs underneath. I was like, what the fuck? It's like it's like that. It's like the blue pinstripe suit, and then the next scene is like her in a full tuxedo with red leather gloves, and like does not a explain writing it. ensemble. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like it's super weird because it's like we're not gonna describe it. They're like she works in the city, and I'm like, but if you live in Connecticut, what city? Like New York City. That too, I was like, I mean, and I know, like, I live on the West Coast, I live in California, too. Yeah. The largest cities are, there's two largest cities, maybe yeah. San Diego's a close contender, that's it. And if you say yeah. you work in the city, you live in LA or San Francisco or LA. There's no yeah, in between. Right. So, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I mean, but, like, but that's what was kind of the best part about it also is, like, we're not going to explain this to you. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous and we're just going to move on. Yeah. She's wearing a tuxedo in a park, leave her alone. You're like, fine, <laughs> I will. I like it, but it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. I don't know, man. Because <laughs> I feel like it does definitely understand, like, the the tropes of these kind of movies. Like, yeah. the, um, the Gone Girl-esque mm-hmm. thing where she, like, comes back, but then she's like, I survived this thing, but it doesn't take itself as seriously. Yeah. I think as Gone Girl did. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, Gone, I mean but again, it's like this is a spoof on Gone Girl, which oh, is totally. like, I will say one thing that I think it semi gets right mm-hmm. is like in Gone, like I feel like a lot of people misinterpret Gone Girl as like oh, this my God, yeah. feminist, like look at this woman taking back what's hers. But to me, yeah. it's really like a more like galaxy brain take would be that <laughs> it's like, no, this is, these are two terrible people, yeah. one of whom is a woman and one of whom is a man, and they mm-hmm. are, like, tearing each other apart and this is the awful totally. things that they do to each other. You know, it's not that, like, she's a bad person, you know, and I think that right. this gets that somewhat. Yeah. I don't totally care for the way that they handle it in the end, but I do think it gets that, yeah. like, Blake Lively's character is, like, a bad person. Like, she's not a feminist like, icon, a- you know? Like, yeah, like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I would say that, like, I think people misinterpret Gone Girl for a lot of reasons is I think they also, I know it takes itself too seriously, but also people take it seriously. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, this is like a mystery, like, people are like, oh, there's all this. I was like, it is still kind of campy. Like, it is, a, like, yeah. ridiculous. Because she, like, the way she murders, what is it, Neil Patrick Harris and Gone Girl yes. is, like, that's, like, campy. Like, it's, it's so a little good, though. I mean, it makes me, like... Oh, I love it. That scene is so amazing in the movie. But also, like, I would say the book is a lot more nuanced, even more oh, than yeah. the movie. The movie, like, is pretty good, but... Um, yeah. I, I say of David Fincher is one of his best works. I'm like, it's pretty good. I, um, I know, right? It's, like, one of my but, favorite movies of David Fincher. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but it's, like, the book, they're much more even, the two characters. Yeah. Like, not to totally go off on a tangent, but they're, like, a lot That's more right. even. And in the movie, it feels like Nick is much more wronged, whereas in the book, it's yeah. a little bit more like, nah, he's pretty awful. Like, that, Yeah, that's know. what I heard, is that, like, they give it a little too much to Ben Affleck when you're like, nah, he's kind of an asshole, too. Like, yeah, yeah like, they're both terrible, yeah. Deserve, uh, which I think that's kind of similar to the guy, in the, Henry Golding, from 
crazy rich Asians where like he's yeah. not that bad like they did the whole like he might be cheating on her he could be a bad guy and he's like mm-hmm. he's like I felt like he actually you know so here's what's interesting is like the actual plot points of this movie yeah. point towards it being interesting characters, people playing good yeah. stereotype. You know, Anna Kendrick is great because she's like a single mom right. doing kind of traditionally feminist stuff, but is still capable. Like all that stuff is great. Yeah. But the end result of the movie is like the messaging is that this very strong, headstrong, more masculine woman goes mm-hmm. to jail. The one who is a homebody gets everything that she wants mostly i guess and henry golding is like was never wrong really because he gets off fine yeah which so it's kind of weird because like the messaging ends up like not being totally perfect and i actually felt like poor henry golding in this movie like actually was pretty wrong (laughs) like didn't deserve a lot of the like things that happened to him (laughs) right because i felt like I know where you keep on going back to Gone Girl, where it's like, they, like, set him up to get, you know, arrested and all stuff, but then I'm, you kind of feel bad for him, because he hasn't really shown anything that he's, like, a bad guy. He's, like, been manipulated this whole time. Yeah. I'm not, like, here to, like, defend men on my feminist podcast, (laughs) uh, but... But but yeah, like... I mean, like, when it's, when it's a a valid thing. Yeah. yeah. I think I would have liked to have seen... Because I think the relationship between Henry Golding and Anna Kendrick is kind of interesting because it's mm-hmm. like, did he love her? Did they care? Is he kind of yeah. garbage? Like, he might yeah. just be garbage, yeah. which is entirely possible. <laughs> well, and again, it's like that whole thing where he just immediately is like, no, I never loved her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, the movie almost interprets that as like, oh, he should have stood up for her. And it's like, right. oh, the man had a gun on him. Like, of right. course he should say that. Yeah. Like, yeah, and just stuff like that where it's like, it's almost like the movie is telling us to feel a certain way about him. And I'm yeah. just like, but if you look at the facts, like, he's just been, he's getting whiplash from being <laughs> dragged around by all these women. Like, <laughs> Which was fun to see at a certain point, which I was yes. kind of hoping that they were going to kind of run off and be criminals together. And yes. I was kind of, and then I would have been like, yeah, let's screw him over. Yes. Like, and I think yeah. that would have been like, because I thought that's, that's what they were going to do. And then she, like, screws screws her over. And I was like, man, I really wanted to them run off with their children yes. into the night. And I would be like, that would have been so funny. And that's where I thought it was going. And then yeah, I think that's what gets me about the end of this movie is that, like, all this shit happens. That you're yeah. being, like, pulled back and forth between all these different, like, but then this happens. Yeah. And what if this happened and this happened? Right. And yeah. then at the very end, it's just like, and then they just went their separate ways and never yeah. saw each other again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, wow. Like, hmm, okay. Yeah. I did like the... Blake Lively, Blake, Blake Lively in jail part when she's like, and she's fitting in really nicely. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like when they did like humor like that in it, but it's, yeah, yeah, a lot of like crazy twists, but I, it's like, it's interesting because it's totally purposeful because it's yeah. like, because every movie's like, what's the twist? What is yeah. the twist to that? And it's like, here, let's give you five twists. So you just get super confused. And yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, and it's just kind of like, I think it. If you look at it from, like, a meta point of view where it's, like, the yeah. twists are satire, like you're saying, right. like, that is, like, the, the mm-hmm. superfluous twists and turns. Totally. But then also at the same time, I was like, okay, but I also, like, now I just don't know who to root for anymore. Like, I hate them all <laughs> or I love them all or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, like, in between. Because I yeah. did love them all when they were talking at the very end, the three of them in their house, yeah. which is, like, they have, like, really great chemistry, like, all yeah. the three of them together. Totally. Um, but yeah, I know. It was... That was the other thing. I was like, yeah. or just, they were so close. It was like, either they run away, or right. just all three of them live together, because clearly that's like what's oh my going God. towards. Like... 
that would have also been great. Like, if they just were like, yeah, it's cool. Like, don't worry about it. It's a, Uh, it's a, you know, we're in a polyamorous relationship. Don't judge. Like, I mean, like, it really would have made sense given what the movie gave us is like, yeah, I would have been like, yeah, that would have made a lot of sense. She did. Yeah. Like, they do. And I think, you know, I think now that I'm like re-putting it in through my brain, that's kind of what I think I mean when I say it feels like it was directed by a man. And I actually don't really mean that. I think I mean it feels very, even though it's not super safe in terms of like, I mean, it does show like clearly a bisexual woman and like all this other stuff. But at the same time, it's like, it does, it feels like that those possibilities are never even considered or never even right. thought of, where it's like, as an audience member, like, maybe someone more of our age or, like, yeah. living in very liberal areas, you know, where, like, feels like it's going this <laughs> direction, oh, yeah. and it's like, you never even consider it, really. Well, I yeah. mean, you know, I feel like it It almost, like, speaks to, like, the plot where, like, that makes the most sense of, like, having them run away together or do something, because it actually, mm-hmm. like in the plot would make more sense than they just all turn on her. Which I guess is, like, you know, also, I think, kind of the trope is that either the, like, woman dies or something like Mm -hmm. that at the very end, you know, all that. But, um, I know, I just feel like, you know, they really had it set up that I think it really would have nailed this movie. Like, I definitely would suggest to go see this, because it's, like, fully, like, can't be, like, enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, ridiculousness half the time. Like, yeah. she's just like, I'm a detective now, and it's cool. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's that's something I would, um, I would have changed in it. But, you know. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. But I definitely, like, I really liked, I mean, obviously, like, I adore Blake Lively's character. Like, she's yeah. crazy and, like, oh my weird God, and, like, yeah. great. But I also really like Andrew Kendrick's character. Oh, me because, too. And I love that, like, the thing, like, that she takes away from this whole experience yeah. is, like, to learn how to stand up for herself. But not yeah. only, like, not just to stand up for herself, but to, like, at the beginning when she's like, oh, I can do everything. Like, don't worry. I'll right. just do it yeah. all, you know? And I love that, like, that's the her arc is that she starts as this, like, not even really egregious, but, like, kind no. of, like, mousy, like, woman totally. and, like, turns into someone who stands up for herself and is, like, confident and that's super cool. And I always like the things where she's like, just don't say sorry. It's like, she's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, and and I always like that, too, because even if their, like, friendship was not a friend, like, a yeah. weird friendship, um, I did like that they did learn from each other at a certain yeah, point where, you exactly. know, like, you went into this crazy, like, hunt for your best friend, and then yeah. you found yourself in the process, like. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I did like that the most important, like, friendship or, like, relationship in this movie was between them. And I think yeah. that was good because cause I didn't want to was, – I was thinking, I was like, oh, she's not going to end up with this guy, is she? Like, that seems, like, weird, too. Yeah. But, you know, where at least she ends up and she's, like, more self-assured of herself. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think that's – and they didn't play it too hard for Anna Kendrick's characters. Like, so many yeah. people are like that of just being like, yeah, I'll do it or I'll help yeah. and, like, da-da. And then you could just get – like, yeah. used all the time, and no yes. one asks you how you are, and all that yeah. stuff. And I really like, because, yeah, I mean, clearly, like, I mean, we can start about her backstory. Oh, my God. Which was crazy. Wow. I was like, what is this doing in this movie? I like, know, it's like, Also, the only thing, okay, again, like, the only thing I'm realizing also is that, like, it kind of, I don't think it's literally doing this by any means, but it right. also, again, the messaging is, like, it equates these weird things, like, they both are, like, here's the secrets that we had, and, like, yeah. 
Blake Lively and Henry Golding being like kind of freaky is like equivalent to like her having sex with her half brother. Like I was like, that well, sounds way more egregious. <laughs> like <laughs> to me, I think it was her goading her into telling her deepest secrets. Like, I think oh, so this too. is mine. Blah blah. Lie yeah. lie lie. And then it's like, tell me yours. Yeah. And so I can no, keep I it totally forever. agree. Like, but still, yeah. like, yeah, it was like, like oh, I had a threesome, and you're like, mm, okay, yeah, sure. And she's yeah. like, yeah, I had sex with my half brother, and you're like. And well, potentially a child? Like, yes. Just, I, 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 the, whole time, left- the whole movie, I was like, this seems like a way bigger deal than <laughs> we were making it out to be. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know. And, well, and like, like, Blake Live is like, you're crazy. It's like. Uh. <laughs> well, and I did think it was interesting, though, that like her like previous sexual encounters are after funerals. Yeah. Which like, is also, that's a very, like, that's a, I, I think what it, the only thing I could think of with, like, the way it's handled is, like, it does feel like a Chinatown kind of situation. I mm. do think if you look at it through the lens of, like, a, it's a spoof, but it is still kind of a neo-noir. Like, totally. I, that is a trope where it's, like, that's true. in gothic and neo-noir stuff, it's, like, yeah. there's that dark, deep, dark secret, and it usually has to do with incest. <laughs> like, don't oh my, know why. Right? Yeah, it's always but, like, well, this <laughs> terrible thing happened when I was young, yeah. and you're like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like I know there's whenever you read books and they're like and there's a secret at the end it's like it could be incest unfortunately <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's awful but yeah so yeah I don't know it was just that was really that that was the one bit that like stood out to me I was like this just seems real heavy for this movie <laughs> yeah I think they just went like what's the craziest things we could do in this movie and I I am curious what the like now kind of want to read the book yeah because I'm like, are, is all of this in this book? Like, that's a crazy book. Like, <laughs> is this serious? Because, like, again, it's like... That's my thing. Yeah, because I could see this all being in a serious movie. Like, not well, but... Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, because, you know, if you look at Paul Feige's, like, filmography and, like, TV career, it's pretty mm-hmm. much all been comedies. And mm-hmm. I think, unless I'm mistaken, there might be, a uh, like, a more recent one. This is, like, his most, like dramatic movie yeah, that yeah. i've seen of totally. his yeah so yeah like i am curious to see like more from him how he took that because you can definitely yeah. see the comedic elements casting anna kendrick i think is very purposeful yeah you know of her totally because when i'm watching this whole movie i was like wow it's so light-hearted for how disturbing <laughs> this movie should be <laughs> like, yes totally yeah it's like, like yeah i mean she's just such a great and i i oh, yeah. like that they kept from because i feel like in a lot of her roles and granted the most recent thing she's done is like pitch perfect or something you know where it's like yeah where, like that's what i think yeah. of when i think of her yeah mo- like in recent movies but yeah she i like that they let her be dramatic and like not fall into yeah. that like oh I'm just an awkward like cute girl you know <laughs> yeah, it's like right. I like that they let her kind of have a little more range <laughs> yeah yes. she definitely gets really typecast in her like quirky yes. girl yeah z- like Zoe Deschanel thing even though she can definitely act yeah so it's you know obviously but uh also like casting Blake Lively was such an interesting choice as well is like I the last literally last thing I saw on her was like either Gossip Girl or right. Sister of the Traveling Pants 2. <laughs> Which is pretty good. Yeah. I know. I like well she's didn't she either just have she had a kid or maybe yes, like I think she has, did. her kid is only is really young too, so maybe she's just been taking a break. Um, maybe. 
Yeah, know? it could be that. And well, she's like, she's one of those celebrities who's also doing their like lifestyle brand. Yes. Yeah. Because she had to delete a post on one of her blogs because she like, well, I don't know if she de- well, she got married to Plantation, and people had a problem with it, and she put on her lifestyle blog, and everyone's like, yikes. Uh, yeah. Let's not do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> tangent. Did you but. see the, uh, um, what is it, aviation gin that they use throughout the entire movie, is- which is Ryan Reynolds' gin brand? <laughs> I didn't realize that cause, until I went on Twitter after I got out of the movie, and then someone's like, I feel like like I'm being scammed, like because yeah. it's like... Because I was wondering, I was like, wow, they only like this one brand that they've never heard of. And yeah. It's like, Although there Spawn-Con. was some other, I remember seeing, I can't even remember now, but there was some other shot where they had another name brand. And I was like, that's that's clearly product placement. And I don't know how they got that because that's <laughs> yeah. like a big brand. I can't remember. I'm sure, it's mm. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's, he, Ryan Reynolds also owns it. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. Uh, but but she, was, she was pretty good in it as well. Yeah. But, you know, I think they also... People also don't never give her the range to do anything more than probably, like, be pretty. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you know, it works in this movie because, like, everywhere she right. goes, she's just, like, this... Like, there's that one shot towards the end where she's leaving her hotel room and she has that white... Oh, that yeah. crazy white suit that she was wearing at the... <laughs> I was yeah. like, what are you doing walking around with a goddamn cane? Like, what are oh, you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that outfit. Okay. Yeah, that one where the... Yeah, the whole white suit, and it's like, you can kind of see, like, her boobs. And it's like... That's what... Yes, it was like, oh, she's wearing the cane, and then it was like the tuxedo. It was like, it's not just like, oh, I'm wearing, like, menswear. It's like, yeah. I'm wearing, like... Formal menswear. Like runway a, menswear. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I am a 1920s gangster, yeah. but I made it sexy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. But there is a shot where she was like leaving her hotel room kind of trying to be like hidden. And she's kind of oh, repurposed yeah. that blazer to like wear as an outerwear, but with like, yeah. a hoodie. And I was like, oh, who the fuck is going <laughs> to see her and be like, I'm not going to worry about that. Like if I saw her walk by, I would, even if I wasn't suspicious, I'd be like, who is that? Like, <laughs> who's that woman? <laughs> I know. It's like anywhere she went, it's like she's just like stunning and you can tell. And I'm yeah. like, you can't hide. How did you hide for so long <laughs> pretending you're dead? Like, that's crazy. And you're not good at hiding clearly because you're just showing up into restaurants. and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this does remind me, though, because we can get into like the whole situation, which is that she has a twin. Oh, yes. Which was like again I, I i know it's a spoof it this movie is oh, well, just yeah, hard because it's this like, movie like walks a very fine line between like putting tropes in to spoof them and putting tropes in that are predictable it was right, a little yeah, hard sometimes sure. i felt like it leaned a little too much into predictable but yeah obviously the twins thing is or like actually we're triplets right. which was also funny oh, I, I thought that was a funny I thought they're like <laughs> but no one ever mentions charity like, yeah like oh god yeah, like, oh, if we're being accurate, we're triplets, but, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, my God. But, yeah, yeah I, I mean, you could check. definitely tell once. Because I, I would say for the first mm, 30 to 45 minutes, I definitely yeah. thought this movie was a lot more serious than I had thought. And oh, then really? I, I mean, no, no, like, I thought, like, I thought they were going to go, like, the plot just going to stay and not going to fragment yeah. into we're going to screw this person, then we're going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was just going to be like, oh, and then we find out she has a twin, and like, then it like, yeah. it like wraps up more um, with a bow. 
That's what I thought was going to happen. Totally. So then then once it gets to twin, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, twin. She's like, that's that's the only way she'd be alive, because that's the only way you're ever alive. Um, Yeah. But I think at that moment, that's when it starts getting a little crazy. It's like, and then we murdered our father. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, just all of, I mean, yeah, but I feel like that's... Sorry, I'm just trying to find no, out good. who played her sister. If it no, was it's her. her, right? Is it? I can't tell because like she. It, it no, looked... I'm pretty sure it's her. Okay, but like with like prosthetics and yeah, like they made her the look. Because it sounded like her. I'm like almost sure of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I could go either way. I'm not. I'm not totally sure. I'll find out. But like, it, it definitely looked like her, but like messed up. Yeah, for sure. Weathered. Yeah. We- yeah, weathered version of Blake Lively, which I was like, it wasn't that bad, but. Um, yeah. But it's just like, we diverted paths, and it's like, it's like yes. I'm going to go to the police. And you're just like, oh my God, like, what is this movie? Like, ridiculous. So much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's just like, and then, the, um, yeah, God, I mean, what else is there to talk about? There's just so much in this movie. There's like, well, the part when, like, she, her son is like, no, I saw mom, you know, and I like, I did like yeah. that though, yeah, because like it is that. kind of like creepy and kind of an interesting trope. Oh, definitely. And, like, um, I did love the part where she comes back and the whole closet has been put back. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I was like, how would you do that? There's no way. She like, took the time to like put all her, like she's yeah, every single thing like, back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, someone had definitely seen you. She's like, here, I'm going to put all yeah, dresses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would take you like shit. hours. Like, who are you? <laughs> Yeah, it was funny. Um, but yeah, it's it's really, you know, if you're looking for, it goes like normal, you're like, okay, sure, sure, mystery, mystery, and then it was like, twist, 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 <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh my god. Yeah, it definitely felt like a little overwhelming at a certain point, because I was like, I can't, again, it's like, I can't tell if this is like comedy or just like annoying, <laughs> like. You know, say, so I was like, hmm, like, I don't know how to feel about this, but it was like. Like, the police tapped your house, and it's like, well, I cut the wires to it. But I've got a nanny cam now, and I'm live streaming, and she's like, you'll never get me. I'm going to escape now. And I was like, what? And then, oh, I did love when, like, they actually shot Henry Golding, and then just, like, do not pay attention to him (laughs) at all. And he's like, hey, like, I'm bleeding out. Like, please help. Well, I did like that, too, where it was like, First she shoots him not for real, and then she, then they shoot him for real, and yeah. like yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> I know, and it's like, which like I don't know, I haven't seen like a movie like this in a while where it's like, I don't know, like fully embracing the genre it's in, but also like making fun of it in a yeah. like interesting way where it's yeah. Like, well, I do like to. Or sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. I was going to say, like, the moment where, in that same moment where, like, she shoots him and she's like, oh, my God, like, what do I do? I can't believe I did that. And, like, Lily's just, like, all of a sudden, like, turns and is like, you know what? Just stop. Just get up. Just get up. Yeah. yeah like, I like, applaud it, but no. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're like, you confess. And she's like, I didn't. Like, let's be real. Yeah. That's why I wanted them to just, like, since they were upping the ante, I just wanted them to up it to be like, fuck it let's all get out of here and everyone's like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i know i was like i wanted something a little more ridiculous than just like and everything was fine mostly right yeah <laughs> i think that i did like when she got hit by that guy and yeah she's like i was watching the live stream the whole time <laughs> like, oh my God. yeah i mean that was definitely like i felt like that was a huge like mean girls uh oh, like yeah. oh my god it totally is yeah. it's like but, and um, then Virginia I liked... george died that day yeah, yeah. 
I did like the trio of parents. That was they were funny. Oh my gosh, they were like, so funny. I liked their little like gossip ring that they had going. <laughs> I know. I feel like they just stood there and like watched and like talked to them. Yeah. Like, we're terrible parents. Like we don't. We're not even trying. <laughs> I did like that too. Yeah. Yeah, uh. but. I would say that, like, I did like that the whole movie centered on, like, two, like, women and their weird mm-hmm. fucked up relationship. It was like, yeah. you're, like, my only friend that I actually did have, and it's still true, but. <laughs> yeah, but also we're going to be terrible to each other. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's just kind of like a weird ass movie. Yeah. But, you know, if you're looking for a, a fun romp at the movie theater. Then... Yeah, it was good. I <laughs> went to see this yesterday at 11 in the morning. Uh, oh, wow. The only person in the theater. Oh, really? <laughs> oh my god! I was not. Yeah, I I had to like physically like tamp down my like social anxiety and be like, no, you can be here by yourself. It's okay. <laughs> like, you can be the only one in the theater watching a weird ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I'd brought like a notepad so I could have like taken notes. Like, oh my god! I, I totally could have. Like, no one would have given a fuck. Yeah. 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 You That's alone weird. in the theater been like. Just take ketones. Like, yes, see, I have a reason to be here. <laughs> I'm not just always a weirdo. Uh, I didn't just decide a Saturday morning I was going to go see a movie by. Like. Though I will say, I definitely endorse going to the movies by yourself. It's pretty Oh, great. yeah, totally. I, it wasn't going by it myself weird. that would bother me. It was just, like, being in a theater alone was really weird. I've never done that before. It was, like, not not cool with it. <laughs> I can see how that's unsettling. Just, like... It's a little unsettling. You're like, well, it's like, am I supposed to be here? Like... I felt bad, too, because, like, so I went to the Arclight, and they always mm-hmm. do this thing where, like, uh, they stand by to, like, watch and make sure that it's, oh, like, yeah. and so I felt bad because I couldn't remember. I kind of feel like there's a thing when I was working at a theater where, like, if a f- screening played for a certain amount of time and nobody yeah. had bought tickets and no one was there, you just, yeah. like, turned it off. So I felt like, because I got there, you know, right at 11, whatever, because I yeah. always do that at Arclight, and, like, I was like, am I forcing them to play this movie just because <laughs> I'm the only person <laughs> Oh my god, that's kind of great that there's like, God, he's a place for the one chick. <laughs> yeah. see a simple favor at Private 11. screening. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was great. I kind of got into it after a while. I like put my feet up on the seat in front of me, which I never do like normally. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this, this is all right. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about any of the feminism part of it. Um, I, don't know if, like, I don't know if we talked, we talked about most of it. Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing that I felt with this one is just, like, again, like, I don't, I don't mind Paul Feige. Like, he, I feel like he... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Mostly, like, it, you know, even if he doesn't have direct experience with being a woman, obviously, <laughs> like, he, right. he clearly, like, tries to have a realistic female friendships and that kind of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I was kind of like, it would still, like... It's always that thing of like, yeah, but yeah. a woman could have directed this, you know, or like, what would that have looked like? And maybe it wouldn't have been any different, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it would be an interesting just even um, social experiment if you had like a man direct this and a woman direct this. Just yes. because I'd, I'd be curious to see what changes that you would make to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also think it's interesting that he's very interested in women's stories. Yeah. But, which I like, yeah. and I guess it's like a, a, like a small criticism is like, but the man writing a lot of like female-fronted comedies is a man. I think that's kind of interesting as well. And like, again, totally. no reflection on him is just yeah. an interesting like, if you look into like comedies for women, yeah. like, you know, they're generally directed by men, which is interesting. Well, and it's, it kind of like 
goes deeper too to the idea of like you know these movies are his movies in particular i'm thinking in, of bridesmaids and this one yeah show didn't he do ghostbusters i believe so yeah okay. I, or maybe i could be wrong i feel like it's again it's or like Adam they all kind of run together in my mind so i could be wrong but it is yeah. kind of that idea of like okay cool like yes you're telling women's stories you're showing pretty realistic female relationships which is awesome yes. like you're showing women is not like pristine like beautiful things you know like exactly. or at least not without purpose like in this movie but it's like at the same time it's like okay but now you're kind of profiting on showing women women's not suffering but like (laughs) i don't know it's just like it's like who he's still profiting on women's stories i guess yeah i think that's right yeah not like suffering but like um it is interesting that he's kind of the go-to guy for female fronted things yes because he did direct ghostbusters okay and yeah. um and i get it because you know he does have like a working relationship with a lot of the, like the actors in some of those movies yeah. so like you know that's not necessarily a bad thing but i i think it's interesting because it's yeah. like it's a well, missed opportunity i guess yeah it's a missed opportunity and i think it's that like you know it's it's ironic because like the long-term goal of like feminism ostensibly would be to have like men and women telling these stories like i don't mind that a man wants to tell female stories because i do think he's doing a decent job at it yeah but it's like just currently right now where we are with the film industry it's like i would like this opportunity to have been available to a woman you know right because i think it would be really interesting to take and also this is kind of a tangent i also okay i love anna kendrick and blake lively they're they feel really too young to be mothers of like (laughs) old it like and this always reminds me of like movies of like like older women never get to be in these kind of roles of this kind yeah, of thing yeah. because with the exception of, like big little lies that's what i was kind of thinking yeah. of because if you think of reese witherspoon raises like a son about that eight or a yeah. daughter i forget anyways <laughs> i don't I remember <laughs> i think it's a daughter um i think nicole kidman has the sons yeah anyways but it's like these kind of older women who are like raising these like younger sons and i always feel like when i was watching them and it's not their fault but it's like you just seem like they're like the the big sister or like the aunt or something yeah yeah no i agree yeah i mean and that's you know that's not necessarily like a him problem but i think that's also just like a thing that i notice in a lot of those kind of movies yeah yeah i don't know i mean like i do i i don't mind it so much in this because i do feel like part of anna anna kendrick's character is like that she yeah. is very young and that she is That's like true. a young working single mom and like yeah yeah or does she work no she doesn't work right because she's living off the life insurance policy i think that's right yeah um so i thought that was kind of interesting too where it's like I, right. again it's like i do feel like that's a common thread in mm-hmm. his movies too which is like these women don't have their shit together and it's like yeah fine you know it's interesting and it totally. adds to the drama and it's not really like judged per se like she's never yeah. judged for being that way except for having yeah. sex with her and in my opinion not enough judgment in, in that corner yeah you know what there could be a slightly more judgment i think that would have been okay like <laughs> but like that i feel like that works for her like okay you know um, oh yeah like yeah. i think it works in like probably especially her and blake lively of like being the young you know like hot mom or whatever because yeah. i you know that's always kind of a trope too of just yeah. being like something that everyone is jealous of so i think they like they definitely both fit in those roles i think it's also just more like again like a missed opportunity or like it'd be interesting to see would it be like kind of like slightly older women or anything like that um yeah but you know overall i would say fairly well in the 
interestingness of female characters in this movie. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I wouldn't even talk about the male characters that much because they're kind of boring, and I feel like that's our purpose, <laughs> is to be boring. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Golding looks very good in this movie, I will say. Yeah, if you need another incentive to go, also great. It's just, like, again, it's, like, him, between him and, like, Blake Lively, it's just, like, you just Oh, go. I know, just it's a fine. beautiful yeah. couple. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I also love that he just, he just has kept his accent. He's like, they're like, yeah, he's from London. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. He's in sure. Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. But Warren. again, it kind of works for it's like, oh, like yeah. he's supposed to be, like when you first meet him with like Lively, yeah. it's supposed to be this like, look at this pristinely gorgeous couple, you know? Right. And it's like, of course he has a British accent. Like, of course he Yes, does, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, although I like to see that there's like um the thing with the ring. I thought that was really funny because it, it's oh, very yeah. much like in Crazy Rich Asians. Oh my it's, gosh, like, that's mom. right. Yeah. I, like, I didn't even think about that. Oh my God. It's just the same as like Michelle Yeoh like, <laughs> in London. She's like, pit. She's like pissed. She's like, why Breaks did you... Breaks her hip, st- yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, if you're looking for really like, I would say a good romp. Yeah. That's what I would call it. I would but. also say, like, you can totally rent this movie. Like, there's no, Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, it's a good one to rent. Need to see it on the big screen. Yeah, no, because I wouldn't say, like, <clears throat> visually, I'm like, whoa. But. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all I got. I know. It's kind of short. <laughs> yeah. Short and sweet. Yeah. You know. But. Um, but that's okay, though, because actually, so, uh, just a quick shout out to, um, I went to the Lady Pod Squad meetup today. Um, we're recording on Sunday, and it was super awesome. It was so nice to meet like a bunch of fellow female podcasters of like many different topics, many different like kind of levels of experience and like reach and all that stuff. It was just like there was like fifteen or twenty people there. Oh my um, god, this tiny That's ass room. Yeah, it was really cool. So um, shout out to uh, Justine and Hannah from Lady Pod Squad for arranging that um, and just running that group because it's like oh my god, yeah, it's crazy it's wild. how much they do for that. It's like massive. So um, yeah, thanks guys, and it was so nice to meet everybody. I like I want to call out every single person, but uh, right. if you are a part of Lady Pod Squad, you can go to the Facebook page. Uh-huh. And all of the people who attended are there with their podcast and their Twitter handle. Oh, so you good. Can find them. Yeah, there's Perfect. a photo on there now. And I think we uh, we gave some shout outs or may have shared some people on our social channels. So yes. yeah, you can find them there as well. Yay. Um, I can't think of anything else. That's this is it. Like weirding me out. It's like such a short episode, but I'm, I know. I'm okay with it. I'm pretty pretty tired today. <laughs> It happens. Well, don't worry. We have a shirtless Hemsworth in our future. We won't Yay. say exactly when, but uh, it's happening. Hallelujah. Uh, cool. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We will stay bad out there. I always forget that part. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>